0: Hi everyone. It's me, it's Jen. I'm back with a brand new episode and I just want to say thank you so much for sticking with me. I know I've been in and out the past couple of weeks and I want to tell you guys why. Um I have some sad news. My very best friend from high school and most likely the greatest friend I will ever have Megan Meehan passed away a little over a week ago. Um, Like I've already said, Megan was the greatest friend I'll ever have. Um, She was truly my ride or die. Uh, I love her. I miss her already. And I'm telling you guys, one, so you know where I've been, um, and two, because this whole podcast uh, isn't just about how much I love Brittany and and learning about Britney, but it's really about the memories that we all make based on who our idols are and were. Um, and every single memory that I have of Britney Spears in high school, Megan Meehan was by my side. And I, that's what I love most about all things in pop culture. It's like, where were you the first time you heard Baby One More Time? Um, what do you remember about your first concert that you went to by yourself, without your parents? Um, what happened that night? Like, I want to hear those stories. And that's why I love asking my guests, even if Brittany wasn't their particular idol, like, who, who's their Brittany? Um, and what do those people mean to them? And so this episode is definitely dedicated to the one I love, my sweet friend, Megan Meehan, and um, I'm really excited. I needed to sit down with a friend this week, and I got to do it with one of my, my closest friends, Lauren Miller Rogan. She was at my bachelorette party. Um, I love her so much. And we talked about Britney's music video, I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman, and uh, a couple of things. We also started to talk about Crossroads, obviously. This was from the soundtrack of that movie. And I read a few different things about how Shonda Rhimes' script ended up with Britney. And was it, did Britney develop the movie with Shonda, or did Shonda write it on spec? And here's what I found out, that yes, Shonda wrote this movie on spec, meaning she wrote this script, not for Britney, she just wrote it on her own. And then what happened was a producer ended up finding the script and taking it to Britney and her manager, Larry Rudolph. And how this whole thing came to be, this woman named Ann Carley, she worked for Jive Records. She left Jive Records to go and start her film career. She found this script and took it to Brittany and Larry. Now, they were already developing a film project with MTV Films, and apparently it was going to be – Based on Alice in Wonderland or Alice in Wonderland deconstructed or reimagined, if you will, and it was going to be starring Brittany, and I guess a lot of the guys from NSYNC, or maybe all of them, I would have loved to have seen that movie, too. I would have gone. I would have gone to that. Wouldn't you guys have gone to that? I mean, come on. Of course we would have. Um, so apparently the movie was made for $10 million, and it ended up grossing $61 million. So this was a great investment, and that investment – was made by the founder of Jive Records, Clive Calder. He he gave up the 10 million to make this movie happen. So Clive was all in on Britney. He knew that she was gonna deliver and she sure did. So one last thing I, I found got I have to share with you that the director Camera Davis she she's directed Crossroads. She's gone on to do great things. Um but she said that Brittany only ate two things while filming this movie. And that was tuna lunchable and edamame. I love that. I love, I love it all. I just had to share it with you guys. At the end of this episode, I am playing a rendition of Oops, I Did It Again. And it is done by my two very good friends, again, just surrounding myself with loved ones this week, Anna O'Reilly and Nadia Quinn. Anna and Nadia met while working on a musical in New York City. It was produced by the Roundabout Theater Company. So we're talking like real theater, like real deal theater. These are these are these, these two gals are the real deal, and they met on Robert Bridegroom. And you guys, if you want, if you're into musical theater, even just a little bit, or even not at all, give this give Robert Bridegroom a listen. They are so amazing. My sweet friend Anna sings one song that really gets to me every single time. So go and check that out if you, if you like. Um, but they are singing if so I did it again at the end of this episode. All right, my friends. I hope you're with your friends. Get out there. Live life. Put on a Britney song. You know, Megan made me a CD for my 22nd birthday. She came out to L.A. to visit me. And the very last song on this Nick CD that she made me was email my heart. And, you know, email my heart, you guys. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening. Meg, this one's for you.
3: Hello and welcome to We Need to Talk About Britney, the podcast dedicated to people who need to talk about Britney Spears. I am here today with a friend who is a woman and we are going to talk about Britney's music video, Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman. I'm here with actress, writer and director Lauren Miller Rogan. Oh my God. Hello, Hello. Lauren, you're here. I'm so
2: honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh. Please,
3: please. Now we just long watched- time listener,
2: <laughs> first time guest.
3: Thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much for
3: listening. And you can be a guest anytime. Oh my god, I- I'm, I'm really happy that we're making it happen. Finally. So fun. Now, Lauren, we just watched "Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman." Yes, the 2001 Britney Spears music video off of her album Britney. Yes, and you are the perfect person to have on to discuss this for a number of reasons, but one. Is that you have been to
2: this, I was there. the location that this video was, was shot yes, in. It's L- Lake Powell in Utah. And I went just this past summer for vacation with my husband. And I, you're going to post these side-by-side <laughs> photos because we have been there where she was
3: singing. As we were watching the video, Lauren started pulling up pictures of her own from her, from her own <laughs> visit. And... And it's identical and it's hilarious because it, it's you and your husband
2: on top of the, the same cliff that that Brittany is standing on. We mountain biked along those cliffs and then the next day we went in a boat in the water which is it's heaven. It looks like Mars there. It's it totally looks like another world like it's not because there's no trees. It's just rock and sky and this bright teal blue water and I'm like it's just Really breathtaking and like nothing I've ever seen on Earth before. Um, but we like mountain biked there in July, and it was like four thousand degrees, and we were over the bikes and the rocks. But then you get to the spot. Basically, I mean, I don't know exactly where she was standing in that video, but sure, sure. I mean, pretty close. And 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 we were there. No, we will post these side by side photos. You were
3: very <laughs> close to the exact like location it. of where Brittany was standing yes. for sure, and. I mean, I do think it's very hilarious, and we're going to post these on Instagram, but it is it is very hilarious to share with the audience that your husband is Seth Rogan, Yes. Because that adds an element, yes. just as you're listening to picture, yes. like Seth in a very similar yes. position as Brittany. As Brittany, but not a girl nor a woman. <laughs> no, <So>. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, He's got his own thing going on. Yes. <laughs> so I can't
2: wait to share I'm these. I'm excited for everyone to see them. Oh, <laughs> I can't well, honestly well I'll, I'll be completely honest I had not watched the video before and obviously really? I knew the song but I hadn't I yeah, we'll get into sort of my history Brittany I'm sure but like I just hadn't seen the video and so then when I put it on last night I literally was like okay oh, come look at the come look." At the, oh my god we were here we were here and he was like oh yeah remember they talked about when we were here she shot this video here but I oh it's part of the grand tour it's par- oh it's oh it's part of the grand tour she made
3: it famous of course dare she I did. say pretty. I mean, is responsible for all well because
2: this area has become quite a uh, hot spot on instagram yes well there's a hotel that is is about a half an hour 45 minutes from there the Amongiri. Amongiri, that is a beautiful architecturally magnificent hotel that is lovely and wonderful and if you know you're fortunate very natural
3: simplistic oh
2: so simple made for kanye and kim like that is their aesthetic (laughs) yes i think that he went there and recorded something Oh. Because he's also part of the tour. <laughs> the, Kanye stayed here. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye, but. I want Kanye to be a part of every tour in my life. Right. I do. I mean, sometimes. Sometimes then he can take a tour. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I don't want to go on the Kanye tour. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a little, you need <laughs> yeah. a pause.
2: Um, also, what's jumping out at me
3: when you said that it, it feels like Mars. hmm I have a theory that Britney's an alien. Oh, interesting. Um, so that's, you know, that's just interesting to me that it kind of seems like it's another planet. What? Tell me more about this the theory.
2: Why, what are the things that make you think this? Okay, well, one,
3: there's lots of tiny, like, weird um, sounds throughout her entire catalog of music mm-hmm. that seem very alien to me. Mm-hmm. Then... She has throughout her music video history, we've got some alien stuff going on. Oh, we got it. We've got it in Oops, and mm-hmm. we've got it. And then also, okay, so we've got it in Oops, and then the, in a few other places. Well, I'll get right to it. Then she ended <laughs> up writing in Pretty Girls, which is a later music video. Um, with Britney and Iggy Azalea mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we've got another alien moment there. I mean, the whole thing <gasps> is that Iggy Azalea is an alien and she comes down at the end of the music video. Britney looks up and the aliens are coming to pick up Iggy and Britney looks up and starts clapping her hands like, I'm going to get to go with her. And it's really cute and fun. Interesting. And then Britney wrote a song on her album, Britney Jean, and it was entitled Alien. And Britney loved that song, and she really wanted it to be one of the singles off of that album. Really, and then she's she, a connection. She has a connection, and then she really wanted it to be a part of her Vegas show, the 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 piece the piece of me show. But the one like, that we saw, the, the one that we saw, because uh-huh. then I got a revamp. Mm-hmm. But in that one, she wanted to do it, and I remember watching the documentary that they were doing of. You know, behind the scenes getting ready for that and she really was begging her manager Larry Rudolph like I want to perform this mm-hmm. and he was like well maybe but then someone called the hotline and they told me <gasps> that eventually Brittany did sing Alien ah. and he's got video clip of it he Interesting. offered to send it my way
1: Hi Jen my name is Trevor I just got finished listening to your latest podcast on Brittany Jean and um, I actually live in Vegas and I worked um, VIP at Britney's show for the first like year or year and a half that it was open. and um, At the end of your last episode, you had said that you were sad she never got to do Alien in her show, but she actually did do Alien when I was working there for like six or seven shows instead of Perfume. She did Alien. Um, I actually have a recording of it on my phone if you want to see it. Um, she pretty much just stood there and, and sang Sing the song, but um, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that she actually did get to perform "Alien" a few times in the show. Anyways, love your podcast. Bye.
2: She just feels otherworldly. So interesting. I think right. right. I support it. Okay, great, great, great. Because that's why I'm here
3: now, Lauren. <laughs> what is what is your relationship with Brittany?
2: My relationship with Brittany is when I because she came, you know, she came. To our our minds when we were in high school I guess and um and I was well first of all I was never that cool when it came to music and so like my parents were really big into like oldies so I listened to like the oldies station and like and so I was really into like 60s and 70s which in now is cool but in high school not so cool um and then and I was also really into um Dave Matthews band, yeah, Um, you know, and so he's the one that I saw six or seven times in concert. Um, And so Britney Spears was sort of this like trendy, like sexy person that I just was like, I don't need that in my life and I don't need that. And I remember a guy friend of mine had a poster of her on the back of his door. I want to say she was wearing like jean shorts and like a tummy top that showed her boobs. And I was just like, sounds right. And of course, you know, as at the time a girl, I was like, who is this girl that thinks she's all sexy with her flat tummy that I'm <laughs> jealous of? And because I was jealous then, too, of flat tummies and, <laughs> um, and just sort of just wasn't wasn't I just wasn't swept away by her, but I was a cheerleader. And so, and a gymnast, and a gymnast, it and so I like could you certainly get lot into her in music with Britney. Well, so I could get into her music, but her whole thing I was at the time not into. Sort of the were yeah. your were your friends? <sighs> and no, it wasn't. She wasn't a big deal, and it's funny because you know we were. I I grew up in in Lakeland, Florida, which is an hour from Orlando, and so we got actually in my. Um, cheerleading gift bag from cheerleading camp one summer before they came out we had like singles from like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and probably her too um, because they you know were going local first and and I guess I just I just wasn't I was like too cool for her she even though like I feel like in theory in high school she was cooler than I was I felt like I was doing that, like, but I'm into art and like Dave Matthews and like oldies and like I'm just <laughs> and really into like Barbara Streisand and you know I listened to I listened to a lot of Barbara Streisand. And, like, well, I know so, I know how you, you feel know, about her. I mean, so you know she she is my Britney. Barbara is my Britney. You know, I, don't, I always I always want
3: to know if any like who your Britney is.
2: It's it's Barbara. It's Barbara all the way. It's always been Barbara. I saw Funny Girl when I was. I don't know, three or four years old, and I would go around the house singing the songs, having no idea what they meant. I invited her to my bat mitzvah. Um, In what form? How did we get a, a message I out? sent to- a letter, to, uh, my invitation to her fan club. Great move. No response. I had before written letters to the fan club and got autographed photos back,
3: mm. but no
2: response to the...
3: How many invitations to bat mitzvahs do you think Barbara has received? Oh, God.
2: I Wait, mean... That, that is... I mean you can't be the first n- no gosh no you know in Judaism you count by like 18 it's called high she's received millions of high I would bet <laughs> <laughs> and then you finally did bet. get to meet Barbara oh my god we both met her now
3: what yeah well yes <laughs> I, I, mean, I did get to meet Barbara I, mean. I got to uh, so Seth made a movie with Barbara mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I uh got to participate yes. and I played a hotel uh check-in gal amazing and I got to check Barbara and Seth into the Caesars Palace mm-hmm. and Seth was so nice Seth was like have you met Barbara yet and I was like no and he was like I'll introduce you and I was like dear god thank you so um Seth was like this is Jen and I was like oh nice to meet you and she's like she makes lots of like little noises, which is <laughs> yeah. very, it was very, it was very satisfying. Mm-hmm. And then she's, you know, being Barbara and doing mm-hmm. her thing. Mm-hmm. And then we do a few takes and it's very quiet. And the the guy behind me that had the the boom, he was like, you can talk to her. She's, she's like so sweet. She's like, actually, she loves it. If you love her, you can, you can tell her that you love her. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Am I going to do this? Mm -hmm. So then finally, it's very quiet and it's just us. And she's, you know, I'm on one side of the counter. She's on the other. And I was like, I just, I really, I can't believe I'm here. This is so exciting. I, you're, you're, you're such a hero of mine. I really, I, I just, I love you so much. And (laughs) she was like, oh, and then she looks at me and she says, so do you work here?
2: (gasps) No. I don't know if I've ever heard this. Story. No, really? <laughs> I don't think so. And I was or like maybe at the time I didn't, I forgot. I was <laughs> like N- no. And also what was we- what was strange to me
3: is that this is Barbara Streisand who not only is a a movie star right. but directs movies. Right. And I'm like rarely. I mean, I'm sure occasionally someone who actually has that job if you're shooting on location or whatever, you can hire them. Sure. To be in this movie, and it's not like, I mean, it was not, it was, you know, I checked them in, that's the the scene. Right.
2: But I'm like, they don't just let... No, that's not. It's not people really who how people work works. at the hotel that's, then be in the movie. No, it's not quite how it works. So been. it was very. It was like shocking, to but me. I, I was like, no, I am an actor. It must have been. I mean, because you were so believable in your role. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. I mean, for that really is what it was. You really. <laughs> she was like, there's no <laughs> way this girl lives in Los Angeles as an and as an actor. <laughs> she must live her life behind this desk. But so I mean, I love Barbara Streisand, Ugh. but she is not. You know, it's
3: not my Britney.
2: Right. So when you met her, mm-hmm. what's it
3: like to meet your meet your
2: heroes? I could not have been more nervous. So, you know, so so Seth got the script and and he was like, I don't know, it's not, maybe not my type of movie and I'm not sure. And I was like, you have to do it. You have to do it. You must 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 do it. Must do it. Must do it. And it was such a tremendous script uh, written by Dan Fogelman and um the creator of this is us. the creator of this is us um and so obviously such a talented writer and so the script was so beautiful and so he couldn't resist the idea and of course it wasn't just me his mom and any sort of human being in his life who has ears who loves Barbara you know was like you must do this and so they met and it was you know I think <laughs> they I want to say they had dinner with like a group of people from the movie at first and I I feel like she did he say like she was like feeding him and like throughout the shoot she would like feed him but then eventually I you know came (laughs) to set to meet her and I honestly like it was such an important thing to me to not freak her out about my lifelong love for her so I never told her that I invited her to my bat mitzvah and of course this was before our wedding but you know remember i walked down the aisle to don't rain on my parade it is (laughs) it's the name of my corporation (laughs) like it is the theme of my life is don't rain on my parade like it really is and i've like adopted it because it's been so much a part of my life and so i i always played it real cool around her and was never never wanted to like show my hand of insanity because i didn't want to freak her out because we were spending a fair amount of time together while he was shooting this movie because of course i came to set as much as i possibly could um, and then near the end of shooting or after they wrapped, I can't quite remember, she was like, come, well, there were a few times where she was like, come watch a movie with us on Saturday night. And so we went to, because this is her thing, right? So every Saturday night, she and a couple other like fancy schmants people like get all the movies that come out in Hollywood over the weekend. And this was years ago. I don't know if they're still doing this, but they sit on Saturday and they watch every single movie that comes out over the weekend. And they have food, and they're they're in someone's home theater, and so uh, we went with her to this big fancy house in Malibu, and um, where she has the mall. Well, this basement. is not her house. This was oh, someone oh, okay. else's house, mm-hmm. and we went and we watched. I can't remember. <laughs> But literally, like at one point after dinner, she took me by the hand and she brought me down to the theater, and like, I am like peeing in my pants. I'm, like she has no idea what this means to me. No idea. Um, and um, so then she then we watched the movie, and at one point, and everyone's, you know their age. And so at one point, literally it's like midnight, and Seth and I are watching whatever movie it was, and all these fancy pants people are kind of behind us, passed out, asleep. <laughs> asleep. Just heads back, mouths open, and we're like, is this real life right now? How is this happening? Oh um And then a few weeks later, she invited us over to her house, um, which was the night before my 30th birthday, and I was like, I'm going to Barbara Streisand's house for my 30th birthday. Like, this is, you know, I, literally a lifelong dream come true. Like, it really was huge, and I got the tour of the place, and she has in her in her basement if you haven't seen just look at her book of her home it's worth it it's outrageous and amazing and incredible and insane um and then she has this like secret closet that you don't know is even there it's like two walls open from each other and it's where she has all of her like I call them my emotional clothes where like it's like the it's just certain things something an outfit I wore in for a good time call and like just a few like the last sweater that my mom ever got me and like a few things that are like really important emotionally. So she has this whole closet. The first shoes she wore uh, for the first time, she sang in public. Um, she has um, the dress she wore when she met the Queen of England. Um, and then in the corner, she has, and it was always my dream, you know, because I was the canny one to make movies, was like, when I win an Oscar, I'm going to wear the dress that Barbara wears in Funny Girl that's silver with the silver train when Nicky Arnstein proposes, when they're on the boat and he does the poker thing and then she throws the money in the air. And I walked in and that dress is there like on a mannequin. And I like got emotional literally because I've just always had this like fantasy of this dress and this thing. And everyone else is sort of talking And I was just like staring at it, facing the other way, wiping tears out of my eyes because I didn't want her to see. And then I saw the dress that she sings when she, that she wears when she sings People, but it was a different color. And Mm. I was like, Barbara, this is the dress that you wear when you sing People, but it's a different color. And then, and then it was clear. And she was like, oh, good catch. This is from the Broadway show, not the movie. And I was like, must stop, must stop here before I let it all tumble out. And that was all I sort of let show was that I knew that stuff. So... And, you know,
3: Barbara, from what I've heard, loves a, when people pay attention to detail. Oh, yes. So I'm sure that it didn't even... It did to her that mm. you're a super fan. It's just like, oh, I, I like that you no. noticed that, no. Lauren. No, no.
2: Yeah. That is a... It sound, what you're describing is a dream. It, it really was. It meant so much to me Mm. to this day that I have this memory like I think of so many little things from that tour I remember there was a photo of her first dog that the crew of funny girl gave to her and I remember like we passed it and she was like oh this was my first dog that the crew funny girl gave to me as a gift and she paused and she looked at it lovingly and she said oh that dog was the love of my life Mm." and I and you know I have a dog who's the love of my life and I always think about like that was her soul dog. And like, like Zelda is my soul dog. And like, just, it was such a beautiful insight to my hero, to her life.
3: I'm just picturing if I got to go on a journey similar to this with Brittany. What do you think is in Brittany's house? Well, we know there's lots of tiny furniture that I'm not sure if it's for her dogs or for her dolls or for her phone. Like, I don't know, but there's (laughs) lots of very tiny furniture. Like miniature furniture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a weird um, a bed in the gym. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a tiny uh, like um, you know one of those leather reclining chairs mm-hmm. in her living room. Um, okay, so and there's lots of also tiny rugs. Mm-hmm. There isn't just like one long runner in her hallway. It's like a series of all tiny rugs. Yeah, and and then there's just a lot of. Um, twinkle lights oh huh. and it doesn't matter the season I mean look, there's a reason for the season it's just like there I love is, a twinkle light no reason I
2: think they set a mood and you know I think Brittany is someone who is as you always say which I think is so is such a really smart observation of her she's so in touch with her body so I think she's very sensual and I imagine that twinkle lights really add to this mood that she is in this sort of like where she feels candles um you know scarves over lamps maybe mm. i feel like if not
3: now i feel like she's going to get into that right right um and so i think oh are you finding what jeffrey is, oh, is pulling this? up oh is this her home oh, is this her home now that's beautiful oh my
2: is it what I'm are always... we what kind of snacks are in those cabinets
3: is this her <laughs> home this home looks too neutral of a palette She's got dark colors in her
2: house. I tell you, I'd be disappointed if I went into Brittany's house and this was it because this is a beautiful home. Jeffrey, I don't trust this. This isn't even from any pictures. Where is it? I feel like she bought it. She moved
3: all that stuff out and moved in dark brown furniture. Maybe. Everything's like leopard print couches. (laughs) Yes. And and like like... everything's like a cognac Mm -hmm, color. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Like a velvet. Yeah. And like touches of gold. Mm Yes. mm Yes. So I'm curious. That's an interesting. Please find us the house we're looking for. Yes. Images of Brittany in her house or from Instagram. We can pull some up. But I would just love to go to Brittany's house. I picture our time together would be a package of, um, you know, online shopping that she's done has arrived and oh. we're ripping open the plastic together, laying out the dresses and I sit I on her us. bed. <laughs> yes. We make some tea. Tea comes in. We're just sipping on tea. And then Brittany is got, you know, no shoes on, no socks, and she's just just um and she's just changing in front. We're girlfriends having and then she's like trying on the dresses. Similar to when Carrie in Sex in the City in the movie, we is she gonna move it's and then she your starts. Closet. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. does the fashion mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. But it's just me. Right. <laughs> just <laughs>
2: you. And she is Carrie Bradshaw
3: and she's trying on all this stuff. Are you trying on clothes too? No. Oh, okay. You're just. I'm totally saying like, keep it, get rid of it. Got it. Or like, you know, this is great. Send it back. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, you know, and then she does her, you know, the fashion show mm-hmm. and we, we film one for Instagram. Right. And then it's like, let's work out. And then we like head to oh. the, the gym. Uh-huh. We work out together <laughs> and then we come back and, and we just like put on cozies uh-huh. and we make some popcorn and we watch, and we watch
2: For a Good Time Call. Oh, my God. I, ah, if she watched that movie, ugh, oh, I would just.
3: Now, Lauren, you have worked with Justin Long. You know yes. Justin Long. And ugh. he is in Crossroads. He's so
2: adorable. Did he, did you ever get any intel from him? Did I mean, did any Britney talk ever come up? Well, you know, so here, I'm going to confess this. So I had not ever seen Crossroads. Have you still And I watched it, it oh, you did. last night you and this did. morning because I wanted to be able to talk about it because I did not realize, this is what I'm saying. I really was too cool for school. I was too cool for Brittany. Now I'm not. Obviously, I love her. And honestly, since this podcast, I will say she's come back into my life in a big way and has a big role on my workout soundtrack. Because yes. Well, there's no one better to I mean, work out to than Brittany. I mean, so anyway, so yes, when I saw it, I was like, look at baby Justin Long. And so the answer is no, sadly, I didn't because... It just never came up, but but I he is adorable and sweet. And, if you run yeah. into him, or
3: maybe we maybe we, I could get maybe a line out to him. Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could reach out and just yeah.
2: just to talk about that moment. I'm and sure that he day. would. Oh, and he's just the funniest human, and so I'm sure he has some funny things to say. The thing that I thought was so funny about that scene, if mm-hmm. I could just jump yeah, to no, talking about that, I
3: wanted to ask about that.
2: So it was so funny. I it was so funny because the movie is is not terrible
3: but it's terrible but it's good yes you know what I mean I I know exactly what you mean now Shonda, you know Shonda Rhimes wrote this I
2: always knew that Shonda had written it and was always just like so it must be my issue is that Brittany who also was fantastic in it I thought she was a really good actor Brittany is a good actor she's a good actor anyone who says otherwise they haven't seen that movie yes like she she really she in her early
3: episodes of well, because she only did SNL in her early years. She's fantastic on SNL. Anytime she was on SNL, all of the, when she did Will and Grace, and then even all the
2: way up to, she was on Jane the Virgin. She did an episode and she was great. I mean, she was great. In it. She, But my issue was that she was really miscast. And so the the thing was that, like, she's supposed to be like the nerdy maledictorian. And then, you she's know, and she... She's so hot and there's so, no hiding it. No, and so she and Justin Long go up to this bedroom to do it for the first time. And she, like, flashes him. And first of all, she's <laughs> wearing... Super sexy, like pink brawn underpants. And like... And everything is so tight and so
3: firm. (laughs) Which, yes, in high school, are we tight and firm?
2: The tightest and firmest we'll ever be? Yes. Yes. But But not like... Not a pop star. We don't look like pop stars. No, no. And and I will say my my friend Blair from high school, who is a stunning woman and was a stunning girl and was the salutatorian, I want to say, was really hot, I would say. And she didn't look like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: you know, mm-hmm. and so I was like, let's be real. And so that was my issue was like, oh, she knows she's too sexy for this role. Um, And Justin Long couldn't have been more adorable because could you imagine if you were the nerdy guy who was friends with a nerdy girl and she looked like that? And he, and then the other thing that struck me was how that scene could never exist today because he's just begging and begging and begging and begging. And she's like, I don't know. And of course they don't, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was an interesting... I think
3: I I read this somewhere that Britney originally wanted to play the role of, I believe, Taryn Manning's character. Oh. And then her people thought it was too risque.
2: Oh, that would have been that would have been great. Although yes. I love her. Yeah. I mean and Zoe Saldana. I mean so. I mean, such an amazing cast. Amazing cast. cast Dan Aykroyd cast. as her father, Kim
3: Cattrall well, thought, as her mom. I thought it was
2: funny to me. I thought Dan Aykroyd is sort of reprising his role from My Girl. Yes. Wasn't that like a funny yes. choice? I mean, and he should play dad because he's the best dad. He's, he's great. But and this funny.
3: movie was originally um, called Not a Girl. And so then when the song was written for the movie oh. not a Girl not yet a woman mm-hmm. that's how that kind of came to be
2: interesting mm-hmm. I mean obviously it was well written I it, it's it's that's think it was a good it was a good movie but not a good movie and I also a woman <laughs> that
3: Shonda that it was a little bit darker mm-hmm. because I read it's, right. now I've read two conflicting things one that this was, That Shonda had written the script. The script existed in the world before Britney was ever even mentioned, Mm -hmm. you know, to be a part of it Mm -hmm. and that it was much darker and it was like an indie gritty kind of Mm -hmm. script and but even though it's, you know, it's high school girls on a road trip, blah, 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 Right. And then when Britney got involved and then she originally wanted this role, then she switched and Mm -hmm. then and then it kind of got lighter and fluffier. Right. Because that is the thing that makes it bad Is that the, tonally you're like We're dealing with teenage pregnancy And like some violence And some mm-hmm. And then her, the, her mom walked out on her But Ooh, yet it's
2: like very but they're singing Shania Twain While they're driving in the car The
3: best thing about
1: me
3: Yes. Yeah. But what is interesting is that that is kind of teenage life. Like I look yeah. back, there were things that were very dark in high school, but because you're not yet a woman, mm-hmm. you're just like, well, you're, you're, it's like, you know, if you're either having sex way before you're really ready, but mm-hmm. then it's like, well, I guess you learn from living life mm-hmm. kind of a thing, but it's just like, you know, very dark things would go on in high school, but you just, then you just start singing and sing. yeah, Bye, bye 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 and bye, Shania bye. Twain in the car yeah yeah and then they like pick up a strange guy I mean it, the whole thing I mean so tonally it's just it couldn't get dark but then the other thing that I had read was that then Britney was like I had an idea for a movie and Shonda helped me figure it out oh but I'm like I don't know about. I that. don't know about that well, who
2: knows we'll never know we'll never maybe know maybe we'll never maybe and we we'll don't know. We,
3: maybe we don't need to maybe
2: Shonda should come do this podcast if Shonda Rhimes, With, when the, Shonda, I know you're listening. Come to this podcast, <laughs> and I love Shonda Rhimes. I love all Shonda Land. And oh, so
3: when yeah. I put this together a few years ago, when I really got into scandal, I was like, "What?
2: This is the same woman? This is Shonda?" Oh, uh, well, I remember this way back when when Grey's Anatomy started because I, you know, was uh, wanting to be a writer at that point, writing, and no one was buying anything, and being like, "Oh, she wrote this like." Tweeny movie i don't even know if that was a word then but it was like a, it i i felt too old to watch it and mm-hmm. like um and because again too cool and like and then she made this show that everyone is respecting and i was like oh maybe i can do that and that and like oh it can work you make this movie that maybe it's not so great but then you get a tv show and i was like oh cool and so like i knew from the very beginning because i was diehard Gray's from the from the beginning Yes. No. I know. Mm-hmm. and and you were like determined to get on that show. Oh my right? god! I auditioned for it six, seven times. I don't know, and then it finally happened.
3: Yeah. We. What. What was your role in?
2: Well, I played the mom of a um of a fifteen year old, <laughs> which, um, you know, and this was a handful. I I at the time I think was thirty four when I shot it, and so, but the story was that I was fifteen when I had her, mm. and so I was supposed to be thirty, but because. A lot of my friends didn't watch the whole episode they just fast-forwarded through my scenes and you got my backstory on a scene that well, I wasn't in and so as people watched it and I got all these messages why are you playing the mom of a 15 year old <laughs> but so um which is funny but oh but I cried on Grey's Anatomy and you know maybe not the same as meeting Barbara but other uh, other oh, yeah, lifelong dream absolutely. I sobbed on Grey's Anatomy I mean I I did it oh. Now, Lauren, I'm
3: looking up the box office of Crossroads. Oh, tell and me. What is it? Is it? Yeah,
2: because you've got a little... You understand
3: this better than I do. Should I guess? Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. What sure. year? What year did it come out? This came out in 2002.
2: Oh, God. So I was in film school then. So I definitely didn't see it because I was really cool. I was at the height of my coolness. Yeah, Too coolness you, if then. you're in film school, you're definitely, definitely not, not going crossroads to see Crossroads. Um, I'm going to guess that it opened to... In two thousand two, to eight million. Oh, Lauren! No, no, no!
3: Crossroads oh. plays second, grossing fourteen it five. It did. Wow! But here's but here's what stood out to me. Um, the film grossed five point two million. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: opening day. Oh, well, because there were people like you taking the train from your small castle yeah. <laughs> to go see it, or wherever you yes, did. Lauren.
3: you are a listener. I have yes. not missed an episode. I chartered, I, it's true, I chartered a van. <laughs> I was in the Netherlands semester abroad, and I chartered a van to pick myself up and any other willing participants to drive <laughs> us to the the next local village that had a, an actual movie theater playing Crossroads. I love, I love it. And watched it with Dutch subtitles playing at the bottom. But... um. Okay, so yeah, it made five point two opening day, wow. but then it dropped
2: fifty two percent,
3: um, because all the diehards
2: went right away,
3: and then also I'm sure then word got out that it wasn't so great, and then
2: it's like nah, I'm not right. going to see it, right? It made thirty seven million, you know, honestly, and because how much could it have cost? Not that much, I imagine. A success, I would, I would guess this was a, su- a financial success. it' sa- it says it was, yeah, and.
3: And 14% 61 yikes. worldwide.
2: 61 worldwide. This had to have been a huge success. Wait, Lauren, what did you just say? Yikes. 14%. Although
3: cr- critics. Uh, oh, on, is this on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. But what, well, they, what do they know? What do they know? I'm over Nothing. Rotten Tomatoes. I'm, all over, I'm, I'm so over, over Rotten people. Tomatoes. I'm over people talking about Rotten Tomatoes as if it is a, something that you need to know about. I don't think, report Rotten Tomatoes to me.
2: I just think I want to listen to <laughs> reviews of things from people who have similar opinions as me. So mm-hmm. I don't need this 14%, I imagine, came from a large percentage of white 60-year-old men.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So yes. is their review of Crossroads valid? No. Had they asked 20-year-old Jennifer Zabrowski in Wherever you were? Yes. What's, no, new, where were you? Upstate New York, Amsterdam, New York. No, 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 but where were you? Oh, in, you the in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, had they done it, you know, like you would have given it. Because it wasn't the experience of it. Exactly. To
3: enjoy in- to Enjoy, enjoy
2: it. something.
3: So, yeah. Screw these rotten tomatoes. Screw but them. I thought that was an, in- I,
2: I like, I wanted to look at that box office and hear your thoughts on that. So, yeah, financial success. I would say that's, a, I, if we went in box office mojo, they'd probably say how much it cost, but it we don't it doesn't matter. It was a
3: success. Congratulations, okay. Crossroads. You did it. You did it. So this music <laughs> video was directed by Wayne Isham. And he also directed Brittany in Peace of Me. Oh. So that was during, you know, Blackout. Mm-hmm. Which she wasn't really doing a lot. So I love that they were like, not yet a girl, not yet a woman. Okay, you know what? All right. Wayne understands the journey. Now she's a woman and things are falling apart. We're going to bring her back for peace. Me. You know what I mean? That's like kind of how I, I'm, I'm making sense of this. Mm-hmm. Here's here's what I love about Wayne. Wayne directed, he's directed a ton of music videos. He went to U, uh, UCSB and uh, he directed Black Cat for Janet Jackson. Oh. That's when I got on board with Wayne. Wow. He's done a lot. He has done so much. Like that. He's I was like, an icon. He's, an, he totally, he's mm-hmm. totally an icon. And... Okay, so Britney's made thirty eight music videos. What? Wow. Yes. Thirty-eight. Makes and, me feel lazy. I mean <laughs> we need to get we need, I mean, come on, Britney. Mm-hmm. Just like I, I need I need a new one. Mm-hmm. I need a new one. What mm-hmm. let's go. I if we can't have if we can't have your new show, just make right. a music video. Right. That we can handle, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Not, not to pressure her. I, I like that she's setting boundaries for herself. Yeah. Especially while her father is not doing well. Yes. So, you know, I, I like important. that. But a music video, I think that could be a fun project for could her. Could be a she's good great. outlet. You know, maybe yeah. she writes a song about her dad. I don't know. Yes. Writes a song about her dad. I maybe. like that. Maybe. 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 And out of the 38 music videos, you know, not too many are without dancing. Mm-hmm. And... At first I was like, this is my favorite of the non dancing ones. Now, this could be wrong, but here's what I at at a glance, I'm like, okay, these are the ones that that also don't have any dancing. Lucky every time, bottom of my broken heart, someday, which is about her children. Um, and she was pregnant when she filmed that. And then uh Don't Let Me Be the Last To Know. Criminal and Perfume. There might be there might be a few others, but out mm-hmm. of thirty eight, you know, that's that's not that many. Yeah. Without dancing. Yeah. And it's, you know, we like to see Britney moving. Yeah. But there's something about this, of seeing Britney in this environment that is, that is, makes me feel alive. Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm I'm, I'm with this. And I liked this music video when it did come out. Yeah. So she's up on top of these cliffs. Yeah. She's on the edge. She is on the
2: edge. Mm -hmm. And she is not attached to anything. so, when my husband and I were watching this, we were like, Did they? She had to have been on wires. No. Like, it seems no. insane they let her be where she was. Insane. Because also, don't you need to get insurance for some. If you're Britney Spears. Uh, yeah. And they also didn't have drones back then. And so, some of these shots, we were like, How the, the helicopters? Making... Yes. Wait, and Lauren, like... look, the making of the music
3: video. Oh, oh, I didn't. Oh, I should have watched this. Now, even here, I'll just show you this Peace.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. No, the hell of it. I know they were gonna do it. It was really close. I started screaming. I was like,
2: That shot was everything I imagined it to be. And she stepped up into it. Do you need a do you need a harness? or anything? no. She's ready to just rock
1: on it. all Let's go. That was awesome. Look, the bravest girl on earth right now, walking out there. She's literally on what we call the razor's edge right now. Helicopter's gonna wrap around inside there. And she's sitting there. This isn't blue screen. This is reality right here.
3: <laughs> there, you can see that there's a helicopter that is just going around. Yeah.
2: Which also would create a uh, lot of wind and look at the, the <sighs> a lot of wind. Honestly, like as someone who stood essentially there. I I would have been terrified. Terrified to see her standing there like there's rocks. What if she just She's 19, or tw- in her she's little 19 boots or 20 here. She's pretty slight, she weighs Nothing like
3: but also just again, the insurance that it's Britney Spears.
2: Look at her. She yeah. is she really she is an alien. She's a special human. Uh, yeah, she <laughs> Look at her. No one looks like that.
3: No, no one looks like that. Mm-mm. And also she's just chomping on that gum and she's mm-hmm. like, yeah,
2: okay, I'm going to get on that mountain. Look at, she doesn't even. Look at her. Oh my God. She really. Oh, so this
3: is where she walks out and then she's going to uh-huh. unclip herself. So they wrapped her in a, onto a, I don't know, would you, a cable mm-hmm. and then she gets out there and then she's going to unhook herself
2: Holy moly. and
3: pass it back.
2: Oh, just also be careful. I mean, do we not? Whoa and
3: and that swinging around cuz what if that fell and then she can't run or duck or roll because she'll roll off the side of the cliff wow she's brave she is real brave fearless she is really brave and she's doing this without Xanax and we also wonder
2: why she had a breakdown
3: i mean we were like <laughs> we are like you know get on get on the edge of this mountain you know go sing your heart out
2: <laughs> i um when i was researching this i wonder if it's here there's a live version of this song that she sings, and she really sings it. I recorded it on my phone. Um, and you oh. really hear her voice. She has a beautiful voice. What She has what do a you beautiful think? voice. Um, and I, I was, it made me really think about her and perhaps her connection to this song because, and I don't, you know, I didn't watch her whole concert or whatever, but the fact that she chose when you, and I'll just pull it up because I recorded can I just can I play it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. If you hold it up to the microphone, too. Oh. Oh. But I turn my volume down. You you, and, and like, if you watch her, like, she's really singing, and I think she's like really. like i don't know i was just like oh this Yeah, she's. Sh- like i a, wish that you heard her voice singer. more and so in i of course looked at the comments of for these things and like you know someone was like a, do a full album with her deep voice just ballads that would be so amazing and something new and i agree with that person yes a stripped does a she stripped does down. she's never done that right no no why do you think that is
3: i think because she is such a dancer. She's, mm. a, per, she's a performer first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think this would be such a, a a different direction for her. Yeah. And it's like baby needs to dance. Yeah. You know, yeah. baby's got to
2: move. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: But she also is an amazing singer. And part of her, what makes her an amazing performer is
2: that she can sing. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I had learned from your podcast was her past that she was on, on Broadway, and, and I knew that she was on the Mickey Mouse Club. A girl from my high school was on the Mickey Mouse Club with her. Um, oh, really? She was older than... She was a senior when I was a freshman, so I didn't know her that well. Um, actually, her cousin is the one with the po- with the Britney poster. <laughs> 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 that's funny. I never... Funny. But, anyway, but I never talked to her about it, but, you know, but I, of course she has those roots, but she's so... And I guess she's just gone down such a path. I, I wonder... But I guess she doesn't Does she ever On her Instagram Is that ever just her Just singing Yes
3: It is Yes Mm. On her On her birthday We talk about this often Is that her boyfriend Sam uh, He recorded her And because it was her dream She said she'd always wanted To put on a little black dress Mm. And sing a song And she uh, she sings the top of her lungs acapella in her living room, and he does a like a three sixty <gasps> shot of her. Oh, I'll on have his to go phone. back and watch it. And it's it, it also tells you a lot just from watching that about their relationship. But then Brittany got really um mad at the press and people who were saying that she doesn't sing at all in her Vegas show, mm. and so she got really mad about it. And she sang "Let's give him something to talk about." Oh. And she sang it live. Uh-huh. And she was great. Oh, at the show. At
2: the show. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Oh my god. I mean now
3: Lauren, you came to my bachelorette.
2: Yes. And <laughs> we had such a time. <laughs> we had such a time. You want a piece of me? You want a
1: piece of me?
3: I want everyone to know this, that I am truly lucky because there is no one you want on your bachelorette team <laughs> or like getting married, having you in, in, if you're getting married and you, and, and you can have, and if anyone's lucky enough to have you in their life, Aww. like, well, it's just like you love, love. Oh,
2: I do. you. you <laughs> I love, love. (laughs)
3: I'll never forget. We were in the back of an Uber and we had had some drinks and I had gotten recently gotten engaged and I was like, you were like, Jen, you're getting
2: married. (laughs) And I just remember we were both like holding hands and we were just like so excited i just it's i feel it's the luckiest part of my life is my marriage and and i you know it's so it's the easiest and luckiest and best and hardest and it's all the things and so i just whether you're married or not i think it's so fortunate if you found someone who you connect with in that way and i believe Brittany has found this in sam oh good i do i really she do. deserves it she's been through it she has really been through it. But
3: when anyway, we went to this, yes. that's right. But you really like set this up. You were like on with my sister really yeah. in the planning. And I had no idea that I was going to get to meet Brittany. And that's yeah. when I got to do the meet and greet and go yes. backstage. But we went to the show and it was, it was, I mean, it was just such an experience.
2: Well, it was just so fortunate cause, because our good friend, Tom, is good friends with her manager. And so I was like, hey, we're going to this thing. My friend is, you know, Brittany's number one. And what can we do to make it a little extra special? And God, and he he gave us those great seats, and we really had great. <laughs> I
3: fun. Mean, we were on like the the couch and free to dance, and it was. I fell flat in my face. I don't know if you saw this moment. It was... This is really the hardest I've ever even laughed at myself. Like, mm-hmm. it was just... I was jumping up and, like, going so crazy at the end of the show. Yeah. And a group of guys came down to, to yes. say, great performance to me. I, oh. Well, Not people, to to my own horn, but I really went well, for it. There
2: was a lot of camaraderie in the audience, which was amazing. Because there were a lot of people who were dressed up. And it was just... It was... Because you're not there if you're not a fan and like and also her catalog this was the thing that blew me away that night was like her catalog of music is so incredible song after song hit after hit was like I love this song I love the song I love the song and so by the time it ended we were on such a high that like, and I remember being in the lobby and everyone was like, oh, it's nice on on. You were taking pictures with people. Like, I mean. <laughs> yes. and, it, yeah.
3: Yeah. I like almost forgot that part because I had, yeah. had too much champagne, but I was, as I was jumping, I hit the side of the couch <laughs> and it took me out from my knees, <gasps> but forward and I went flying down and then I just bounced back up and my friend Chelsea Marini looked at me and we were just, just dying laughing. Oh, it was gosh. just, it was,
2: the, the absolute best it really was it was a great show i i if she does another one i would go again because it was entertaining just yeah yeah I, uh, just absolutely amazing yeah this also in this music video that this is
3: the best i think her abs have ever looked even maybe next to slave but i mean this is all in that group this is this album yeah but uh, she's just so flat yeah and yeah. just a moment for that yeah i just feel yeah. like yeah
2: yeah no, it's incredible and, and and I'll say this, I'll add that I was at the MTV Awards for the Gimme More performance I was going to ask
3: because Seth had once told me that he was there. Mm-hmm.
2: And but I didn't know if you were also there. I was there and, didn't and you guys have a weird moment with Common. Well, the, it's a funny <laughs> moment which was that I was sitting next to him all night and was chatting with him all night and again, not cool Lauren. So at afterwards Seth was like do you know who you were sitting next to and I was like no he was lovely though <laughs> I remember his first start off was like so where are you from and I was like oh what a lovely gentleman so handsome and um and oh, we gosh. literally chatted for like the two hours or however long those shows are and um for the time that he was there because I'm sure he got up and performed or something but um and afterwards he told me that he's like a really big you know rapper hip hop performer actor and I was like oh and this was when was this 2005 2007 Six, seven so this was before he really was like more of a household name. And so then literally like after that, I started seeing him everywhere. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm such a loser. I didn't know who he was. Um, but now I know. Um, but but that performance, I remember because we were, we thought we were going to see this Brittany because everyone, and yeah, obviously she had been through it and we knew she had been through it. But there was a, a feeling in that room live of, oh, it's different now. Yeah. yeah 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 i was, it was also at our table was the cast of the hills oh, oh, <laughs> so, wow. uh, i know well and
3: you know that if that show that 2007 video music awards if you watch clips from that mm-hmm. so um the cast of the hills ended up giving presenting um an award and i can't remember what the category was but but justin timberlake ended up winning
2: oh and
3: justin got up to accept it and was such a dick uh. he got up and he took the award from the cast of the Hells and then said and it's also just it shows it's like oh justin you really lost this battle but he was like mtv playing more videos we don't want to see reality shows oh boy and, and they're standing right there. Right. And he wouldn't, as he took the award from them, he wouldn't look at them. And I'm like, fuck you. Right. Also now, it's it's just so funny and how embarrassing for you, Justin. Right. Because it's all reality now. And he was just being mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, because they, also they're young people. Right. Who just found themselves in this position. Yeah. You were a young person trying to make your way. I just think when I watched it, I was like, "Wow, that really struck me as nasty, nasty." Yeah, what's, yeah. What's your, what are your thoughts? Are you are you open to sharing on him? I, I, you know, I don't, forum, I don't. Really.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really. Never people,
3: met him. People listen to the things you say. See, I can just say whatever I want. No, <laughs> no one cares. Never met him.
2: Um, I mean, I think the funniest thing is that. Well, I always uh, every once in a while people will tell me that I look a little bit like Jessica Biel. And, yes. and well, I feel
3: like didn't Seth once post the
2: funniest well, yeah, thing in he the Yeah, he stole from me. This happens a lot where <laughs> I like send him something that's funny and then he posts it saying it was his. So he got all this attention for making this funny comparison that – he and that that me and him look like Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake because like when Justin's got the beard and he wears the glasses and the hat and they sort of dress similarly or whatever. And there's a handful of photos where we're like in similar positions and it's quite funny. Oh um, and so that is my husband's feeling for me. But, um, you know, I, again, sort of just like a, I've enjoyed his music. I don't think he was super cool with the Janet Jackson thing. Mm-hmm. And that sort of... Thank you are. frustrated me a little bit because I'm not sure that was handled with equality. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think that um, I think that breakups are hard, and we don't really know what happened between them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, and you can read all these things. And I can tell you that I don't really want anything to do with any of my ex'es. And, and maybe if one of them was having a really hard time and they they needed but the truth is they all had people and they have people in their lives and they don't need me and so I oh do I and who knows like maybe if what if he'd reached out and made it worse like maybe he knew that it could have been worse uh-huh. I don't know I I'm just open think to
3: hearing that because I'm I am the type of person I I am friends with many of my exes right
2: and whereas I am not
3: yeah so but and I and I I understand both sides of
2: it yeah you know? yeah and i and i think that you know and certainly most people don't give a shit about my relationship but the few people that do sometimes it's kind of like Look, you don't actually know reality at all mm-hmm. and people i think can put a lot of their own judgments because you want to make up this whole glamorous crazy story or whatever but like she's a girl from louisiana as you said who should have her own dance studio and i love that idea for her um, and he's a boy from wherever he's from, who like spent time in Orlando and tried to become a pop star, and he did it, and now is doing his own thing and like, I just you know, I think that friends should be there for each other, but sometimes relationships end for a reason, yeah. and we never really know the ins and outs of other people's relationships. Just so well said, my friend. That's what I will say about that.
3: <laughs> Lauren,
2: any closing closing thoughts on Brittany? Oh gosh. Closing thoughts on Britney are.
3: What do you that, lo- what do you love? Or of- oh, no, you go.
2: Uh, well, this is what I was gonna say. That I I love I love Britney and I love her music and it makes me feel really good and I think that's really great. But the thing that I love about this podcast and I love about you and I love about anyone who has someone that they love who is their hero, is that it gives them inspiration. And, and it gives them time for a, 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 for a break from their mundane lives. And Britney has brought a lot of joy to people's lives. And to celebrate her and talk about her and to care about her, like she's really lucky to have such a devoted fan base. And yes, people say things and people can be mean and whatever, but I, I feel that she knows what an extraordinary life she lives mm. and how fortunate she is. And I think that, you know, it's just up to her fans to keep on loving her and supporting her as you do and all the people who listen to this podcast do, because these are the people who bring us joy to our lives. And she has been given a gift to be in that position. And I think it's reciprocal. And so if she puts it out there, we should try to enjoy it. And yeah, just be nice to Brittany because she's been nice to us. I love that, Lauren. I think you're so right. (laughs) And
3: also... Lately, I've been trying to uh, learn more about Brittany mm-hmm. because I realized as I started doing this, I was like, I actually don't know a lot of the, you know, a lot of the bullet points. Mm-hmm. But what I know is how she makes me feel. Mm-hmm. And that yes, so is special. so special. And I and and that's what this is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm trying to do is all and then ask other people who, you know, Barbara, is that for mm-hmm. you? She is. Um gaga is that for jeffrey oh that's uh, jeffrey's oh, wearing, wearing gaga, lady shirt. gaga oh my god, tony bennett oh god look
2: at that Tony, and she's wearing this wig that is bigger than both her and tony bennett together <laughs> and it's incredible
3: so this is yeah how do these people make us feel and what do they mean to
2: us mm-hmm. on this journey of life that we're all on mm-hmm. it's hard enough and to hold these little special relationships close and to honor them and to celebrate them and to put on britney because she gives you energy like that's amazing we should lean into that stuff
3: lauren what songs are on your britney workout playlist
2: oh all, i mean the hits like the baby one more time um oh god what what are the all, all the hits literally like i, I could sh- i could pull them up like right, still pull them up. stronger oh stronger is definitely a good one um what are like the give me more uh, give me do, m- oh give oh, me do more you, is a do, good do, one you better work bitch better work bitch oh that's a big one yes yes i always like because i i run to intervals and like i'm always like god i hope i can time it to like a good and that song is really good to run to yeah yeah yeah
3: last thing i'll say is that i've been thinking about britney's new show and i know that this is not the direction that they are going to go in when this show does happen however I have an idea for the show like if I were to direct this show as you should and I think it is a high school reunion Uh and it is (laughs) Brittany's 20 year high school reunion because it's the 20 year anniversary of baby one more time I love this so much and so it starts where it's we're not going to rip off Beyonce Coachella bleachers Mm -hmm. but there is an element of. I mean it needs to feel like high school right. Um, also, you know, she's from the South. So like big, like a football type Mm -hmm, thing, mm -hmm. theme. But for this, for not a girl, not yet a woman, Mm -hmm. I think this is Brittany comes out. It's just her on stage. No one else. And behind her Mm -hmm. on the screen Mm -hmm. is... Through the years of Mm. Britney, and it's like she's looking through a yearbook. Like I see this as a musical almost. Like I feel like it's very. We need a storyline, which she's done in some of her previous tours, where it's more, uh, you know, that was the Onyx Hotel tour, Mm -hmm. and that, um, you know, different rooms in the hotel and different things that were happening. So for this, it's all about it's her high school reunion. I think this is a
2: fantastic idea. You should write this up and send this along. And so
3: we see baby Brittany just like blossoming. And then even like the tougher moments. So it's almost like looking through a photo album or the yearbook, you know, with your mm-hmm. friends. And she So that's that's that for me.
2: I, I think this sounds really smart. I say, write it up, do some boards, send it over. And then also I'll just because
3: just I just want to share this one. So then for um, for Toxic um, that or no, no, no. For Oops, I Did It Again. Oops, I Did It Again, Anna, mm-hmm. so Anna O'Reilly and uh-huh. Nadia, they had <laughs> sent me um, a song of them uh, singing Oops, I Did It Again with um, just the two of them and Nadia's ukulele. And as I was hearing it, I was like, oh my God, Oops, I Did It Again, hearing it. Like this, this is a story of a toxic female friendship. Mm-hmm. And this oh. one friend is very manipulative. And I could like see this whole thing. And I, and it was like, oops, I did it again. I made you believe that, you know, we're... More- Interesting. Yes. And so I, maybe I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it on the podcast because I have the recording of this. And... And so, also, I think that that could be part of the high school reunion. I kind of uh, think... Is, is Britney, want? like...
2: Is Britney maybe, like, she's, like, the narrator, and she's kind of just standing singing all these songs while, like, performers are performing behind, like, the stories of them?
3: Yes. Yes. Now, listen, I know that they're going to go for a sexier... We're in Vegas. We don't want a musical, but...
2: But I do. But maybe Brittany <laughs> wants to get back to her roots. Maybe Natalie Portman will understudy for her, right? Was that what it was? Yes, or they were yes. they shared the role. Yes. <clears throat> but I, why not? Why not? Why not? I think it should be I, I think that the mystery that I would love to know about Brittany is how much she controls what she does. and I I for one, I've seen little things where I wa- I've watched her documentary and I just want to see the Brittany version, the whole thing, Brittany just
3: Brittany whatever she Britney. wants yeah Lauren maybe you can confirm or deny this mm-hmm. um but I I I need to ask Seth mm-hmm. if you don't know the answer mm-hmm. so there was a rumor that Brittany was maybe going to be in disaster artist as uh Lisa and that they were talking to Brittany and it got mm. pretty far along and
2: then she backed out last minute mm. I don't you don't think so that's the role that Ari played, right? Yes. Mm, I don't think that's true. I unfortunately think that rumor is false. Really? I I don't know. I just know that early on, Franco one time was like, "God, I would love Ari Grainer, who was in your movie, to play that role." Okay. And it could have could have been earlier than that. Mm-hmm. Could we ask? Will you let me? If I'm gonna, ask, if you I'm remember, gonna ask, I'm gonna ask. And if you don't,
3: then before you know, before I see Seth next, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I would love to know if that's true. Because I also, I love that. And that that made a lot of sense to me. And I'm like, oh, that could have been a great way for Brittany to sink her teeth into something. But totally just her being her. Mm -hmm. And when I heard it, it made sense to me. I'm like, oh, I could see, I could see Franco being into something like that.
2: Oh. 100% 100% he would be because he's you know wants to make all the coolest choices ever and he does but and that would have been yeah. a very <laughs> cool choice to be that would have been the coolest
3: choice he would have ever been. but I mean Ari uh, is amazing uh, Ari's, so a, dream. Yeah, Ari's a dream Ari's a dream it's meant to be yeah okay well let us know if you find out all right I'll find out, out. Lauren Miller Rogan
2: thank you so much for being here thank you for having me it was a true honor <laughs> bye. bye yeah yeah yeah